All right, you guys come a little bit closer together. Come a little bit closer together. So, so what are we gonna do? We're gonna go and buy a beautiful doner kebab. We're gonna find out what's in there. We're gonna buy a sandwich and then we're gonna stuff it in our faces, all right? Yeah, beautiful. The 4000 Hertz headquarters in Berlin, Germany. This is Walrus and the Bear, the podcast that makes Berlin giggle and jiggle. I have a very special guest for this episode, Jeffrey. Would you mind introducing yourself to our audience? My name is Jeffrey John King, and this is a homage to the Donna Kebab. But before we do a dinner dive, let me thank all of you listeners, because this is an anniversary episode. On September 16th, 2015, my podcast adventure began as I uploaded my very first episode. I had no idea that sharing those sound waves would have me pursue a career in audio entertainment. But it did, and I can tell you, at this moment, Walrus is a very happy beast. Also, a spank... Spanky. Spanky thank you. Also a special thank you to Kate, or at least I think your name was Kate. I mean, you stepped up to me at the bar and you said you recognized my voice and you liked the podcast and that really made my week. It still sort of is kind of making my week. So, because there's there's now two things. There's now a party and there's now a podcast. You know, there's like us interviewing people and, and making this literally, and also now thinking about the logistics and, and sort of practicalities of, of making a party. Are you going to um, release the podcast before the party or release the podcast after the party? That's that a very party good question. Part of it. I, I don't know. What do you think? Initially, there was just the one thing, but things sort of got out of hand. This is the tale of how Walrus and King took the podcast offline. This is the creation of the King Sandwich. It all began in a smoky bar in Neukölln, Berlin. Me and the formidable Jeffrey John King were having a pint, a Hefeweizen, if you will, discussing language, arts and politics, when all of a sudden our conversation landed on something, well, a tad more sophisticated. But I think, I think the reality is like an economic one. Drunk people walking home don't care. You know, they just want food. We got ourselves into a conversation on what allegedly is an authentic Berlin sandwich. The dinner kebab. And the reason why we got ourselves worked up was that we had an argument. We had an argument over whether you could create a high-end cuisine version of the famous dinner sandwich. And I have to be honest, like, uh, almost all of them have been terrible. I mean, like, the, the bread, I like the bread. Uh, the sauces are not so bad. I like a bit too fatty and sweet, but, like, sometimes the meat's not cook properly like and you can tell because it's like uh that's a chef talking right there it's, it, it's too like chewy isn't that the whole thing of the kebab that the place should be terrible in, in a little bit well no i mean i think no i i think they get away with it like they, it like it, it, it like hits all those buttons when you're drunk and it's what you want 
It's like having like a filthy burger or going to McDonald's. Exactly. What I want when I'm getting a dinner kebab is like fatty meat in a in a bun that's sort of like or in a sandwich that's like drenched with the like with the sauce that comes off of it. So I mean, the thing like like pulled pork is getting all fancy and posh now, and that is really fatty meat soaked in a sauce that's salty and cooked and served in a bread roll bun. But actually, like. It's kind of gone to this point of being like nice, good quality food, and it should be like it should like satisfy those kind of greasy, salty cravings and be good, right? It should be both. It should be good and tasty. Now, what our semi-drunken banter has led us to, on the one hand, is that a dinner sandwich is a fast food catered to people who are not too critical about what they stuff into their face. And on the other hand, even though it's a fast food and unhealthy, doesn't mean it shouldn't be of decent quality. If you wanted to make your own really good one, I would take like mutton and I would season it and marinate it for a couple of days, and then I'd have it on a on a stick and set. Could we please do that? Could we please do that? Dinner stands for turning, whereas kebab is the traditional meat on a skewer. So dinner kebab is therefore a turning meat skewer placed vertically in front of the heat source to make cutting more easy. Whether the sandwich was actually invented in Berlin or not, Mr. Kadir Nurman, a Turkish immigrant in former West Berlin, popularized the kebab sandwich in 1972. In Germany today there are over 16,000 dinner shops employing 74,000 people and grossing over 2.5 billion euros every year. So, a week later, we ended up sitting at Jeffrey's kitchen table at 11 in the morning trying to devise a plan for making our own dinner kebab. Step 1. I think we should um, go out and eat dinner. Yes. That's one of the things we need to do. Step two. Interviews, maybe one or yeah. two interviews with people who are making actually dinner kebab or have, have a shop or some yeah, sort yeah, yeah. and can tell a little bit about that. Step three, make our own dinner kebab. Let's start with step one and two. Oh, we yeah, need yeah. to have a day where we eat several dinners. Uh, one in one day. I mean, we can have breaks in between. <laughs> There's breaks. But we need to eat to know what dinner, you know? And we should probably review them. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and probably ask people that are there to sort of, uh, you know, we can do that sort of like thing where we are eating it and then there's someone next to us yeah, and sort yeah, of yeah. we can ask him, you know. I Very clever walrus. Let's get some dinner. <laughs> there's a lot of people standing in line, man. Look at all of the, look at all the people. Look at all the people. Well, I think this is, this is our place in the queue. Um, waiting to get Mustafa's Gemüsegebab. And Mustafa's is insanely popular. I mean, there's always a huge line outside. They have their own website and even their own Mustafa's YouTube commercial. Das Beste aus der Natur, das Beste für den Döner. Mustafa's Gemüsegebab. So yeah, this waiting line better be worth it. Let's talk with some people in the queue, shall we? So you guys, you guys are also waiting for Mustafa's Döner Kebab, aren't you? I don't speak uh, German, I don't speak English. No, no English as well, all right. But you've heard about this place right over here. Yeah, 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 me too, me too. Some top-notch street journalism for you right there. On to the sandwich then. <laughs> so so you, what are you going to get? I am going to get a doner kebab, a Henshin doner kebab with... Which is chicken. Which is chicken. And because it's the middle of the day, I'm going to get 
uh, koita herb sauce okay. and shaf, which is a spicy tomato sauce. Salat complete? Salat co uh, on a zwiebeln. On a zwiebeln without, yeah. without onions. That's yeah, the, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's Can't do it. Uh, well, maybe, uh, maybe I should go for. So also, what we saw like they they have these kind of weird little breads. Yeah, so instead of like the normal corner of pita, they have their own little pita buns. And uh, a feta as well, I guess not feta, but what's the well, Turkish? I, I, I've seen that earlier, but like on uh, where, on these sandwiches where you close them up and you grill them again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like the dudum wraps, bread ones. Yeah. And then our long 20-minute wait for a dinner kebab is finally over. Hello, we had gerne zwei Hähnchen dinner, bitte. Ne, ich hätte gerne nur Kräuter und Schaf, bitte. Sir, look at that. Dankeschön. Tschüss. So, what do you think about the sandwich so far? Getting there, getting there. I have to give me a moment. Uh -huh. Oh, so I'm I'm just looking at mine. I haven't eaten it. I just like, plucked the chicken out. It looks amazing, man. It looks really good. It's really colorful. It doesn't. I must say, it doesn't really look like a traditional dinner to me, though. I mean, it looks great. It's just like, uh, yeah, there's roast vegetables in it. There's way too many colors for for mm -hmm. for for dinner. Like, look at it. This is a brilliant sandwich. It's a really pretty pretty piece of food, and it it actually tastes really good mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the flavor. Really salty. Mm. It's got cheese on it as well, which is not normal. Yes. Like the Balkan cheese, like it's not feta, but mm -hmm. Balkan queso. And the roast vegetables are a really nice touch. Does it have enough the sauce on it? The chicken's like perfectly cooked. Uh, it has just the right amount of sauce. Mm -hmm. like, it's mm -hmm. got flavor, but it's not like um, when you get a cheap doner kebab and you get garlic sauce and it just tastes of uh, a mayonnaise-y, garlicky meat mess. It actually tastes like a garlic sauce. It does taste like a garlic sauce oh, and okay. it's not overpowering. Um, and I'm gonna keep eating. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat as well. I'm hungry now. It's a great sandwich, but it seems to be a little of the actual dinner grit. It's actually what made Mustafa so famous, using chicken instead of veal and adding roasted vegetables, which makes for a delicious sandwich. But let's hear from someone who's doing things slightly more the traditional way. Uh, my name is Ilka Halici. We are here in uh, Meraba Neuland. The Neuland Fleisch is a German organization and all the farms are like small with really high standards for animal welfare and uh, really high quality meat. So obviously the people we want to hear from. So I asked Khaliji what he had for breakfast to make sure the sound is all right before we start the interview. What did you have Döner. Of course. What else? No, but this shop, Miraba Neuland, they actually did something very cool back in 2008. So Miraba makes everything themselves. They create their own meat stacks, their own marinade, and of course, use meat from Neuland, a particular brand paying attention to animal welfare and the environment. So it takes them up to three hours to make their stacks, no preservatives, no flavor enhancers. Haliji chose to go for the animal-friendly meat after several dinner scandals shocked Germany. Haliji wanted to be independent and is now close to creating everything there is in dinner sandwich themselves, including the bread. So what is there actually in a traditional dinner kebab sandwich? What are the ground elements for a dinner sandwich? Uh, Brot, Salat, Soße. 
Bread, salad and sauce. And and also meat, right? Und natürlich das wichtigste, ja, Fleisch. So Mirama makes their dinner with veal. Now veal is quite expensive. Not a lot of shops actually make their dinner with veal. They go with chicken, with turkey, with lamb. So why would you actually go for veal? Und viele machen auch mit Lamm und und aber das richtige Döner besteht aus Kalbfleisch. Haliji explains that originally in Turkey they make it with veal. And that makes things interesting because isn't dinner kebab a Berlin invention? Wasn't the first dinner kebab sold in the 70s in Berlin by a man called Kadir Nurman? Der Ursprung von dem Döner weiß natürlich keiner. So no one knows exactly where the döner comes from. Die Griechen haben den den äh, Gyros wir nennen das Döner. The Greek have gyros, we have döner, the Arabs have shawarma. Und das im Endeffekt heißt es nur ein Fleisch, der sich dreht halt, ne? In the end, it's all turning meat. Yes, but there's definitely some truth to the Berlin genesis of döner kebab. Ursprünglich den Döner, wie wir jetzt hier in Deutschland kennen, mit mit Brot und und Soße und Salat. So the actual meat in a sandwich with the sauce and the salad, making it into a type of Turkish fast food, that, Haliji tells me, is a Berlin invention. And that invention became massively popular, not just in Germany, but all over the world. And with an approximate thousand dinner shops, Berlin is still dinner capital. All right, so we ate several dinner sandwiches. We spoke to some people. It was time to create our own master sandwich. But first, a petit intermission. Did you know Walrus has an Instagram account? Hell yeah, pictures, baby. Wally pictures. And of course, a Twitter page sharing the dopest podcast recommendations out there. And last but not least, Walrus has a newsletter. Very infrequently, but very exciting and fun written news on the Walrus front. If you want to sign up, send me a telegram at hello at walrusandthebear.com. That is hello at walrusandthebear.com. And that goes for all of you people. Send me something. Let me know what you think about the show. Every now and then I get an email from someone listening and it totally makes my day tiny love from the listeners and speaking about tiny love still the one and only recommended sign of appreciation a rating on itunes why because it will boost the show up in the charts and lets other people discover it more easily for podcasts that is simply the way to go all right berlin lovers here we go dinner time So the the party I now have it in my mind on the 6th of August. Yeah. Is that all right? That is okay. Yeah, I'm going to be around all of August. Um oh yeah, it got even more out of hand. It now became uh, sort of a party, a freaking dinner party. We arrived at step 3, the making of our own dinner kebab sandwich. And in the preparations, we bumped into some dinner hurdles. Or uh, I'd like to call them dirtles. And I was trying really hard to work out how we could uh, like make our own. And I think that you can't. So one example, I saw someone... Um, uh, Tell me why we can't. Well, it, it, it's logistically, it's quite hard to have a turning skewer with um, something that heats it on the side. So there's, there, there are a few examples I saw online of how people have done it. One person uh, built the skewer 
boiled all the meat and then took one of those creme brulee blowtorches. Yeah, yeah, that was that's something uh, that was no, in yeah, my yeah, head yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, and that works, but we want to serve it to a, a party of people. Mm -hmm. um, we want to serve it to a big, yeah. big group, yeah. and it's just. It's no. not, not possible, like, absolutely not possible. And my other idea was like, well, if we want to do it high quality, if we cook it over a barbecue, then we'll have, it'll be much more interesting. Mm -hmm. But then we would have to kind of do it like a spit roast. Yeah. And then how would we cut the meat off and collect it? I mean, we could do it, but it, or it gets difficult, you know, it gets like complicated. Hmm, all right. So... So... My idea is to get a shoulder of lamb um, marinated in a dry rub, uh, slow roast in the oven for hours, shred it up, and then uh, fry the shreds, like in a frying pan, because then you have this huge surface area. The meat will be cooked really slowly, so it'll be really soft, like it would be on the skewer. And we would be able to, and it would, theoretically be a lot lot more tasty than a normal doner kebab that sounds pretty damn delicious and what about the other stuff then the other the other the, the next so there's three other parts you have to do like the salad easy we just you know like what well, onions salad Mm -hmm. Cucumber, yeah, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, so we can just um, uh, and just get some good stuff and we can maybe experiment combinations, but I think it's not that important. Um, and then you've got the three sauces, which as far as I can tell are just like a kind of mayonnaise mixed with garlic or a mayonnaise mixed with some... But I don't know what's in the koiter one. Yeah, what it's, kind of koiter it would be? Yeah, like, well, because as far as I can tell, it's just like a kind of sweet mayonnaise with some spices in. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know what it is. I'm going to have to, like... But well, we can, we can yeah. try and figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think so. And then on a shaft saucer, that, like, varies everywhere, but that's just like a hot ketchup, really, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then the last one is uh, bread. Mm -hmm. And so everyone uses pita. Um, so I think we just need to find, like, the... Uh, one of the better Turkish bakers in Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. And, and get them to deliver bread. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we can just put it in a toaster. Mm, but. Okay. So, but one of the, so our so what we're also talking about is it, aren't aren't we cheating if we don't if we don't turn it yeah, around? Like, like, like Donna, Donna, I believe in Turkish means to spin or turn. Oh, that really does. <laughs> <laughs> like a Donna kebab, like a turning kebab, I think. <laughs> um, so I mean, it would automatically uh, not be really a Donna kebab. Mm -hmm. So. But I think it would still be worth it. Like, I mean, we, we would have like all the elements there that make the doner kebab great without it necessarily really being a doner kebab. Yeah. Uh oh, well, let's not give that too much of a thought. Groceries. What are we looking for? We are looking for authentic Donna bags. We are in the metro doing groceries two days before the party and I must say I was getting slightly nervous about the whole ordeal. I mean, it's now a party and everything, you know, but first dinner bags. Yeah, no, I want the one with a picture of a Donna mm -hmm. that says Donna kebab. We're also going to have to buy tinfoil so we can do the whole tinfoil wrapping thing. Look at that. So people can take away. So we can be like, to like and We're not only representing the, the, the food, but also the whole culture and style behind it. Yeah, yeah, we have to, we have to like, if people... Oh, here, look, I found them. Look at that. 
Yeah, that's what I meant. Kebabs. Look at that. Have you got hamburger ones? So, well, how much? One thousand? Is it worth? Do we need one thousand? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, one thousand. <laughs> one thousand for ten euros. It's not. It's like so not worth it. I, it it does seem like they 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 won't sell them like for twenty, like twenty pieces. It does seem like a thing you would sell in bulk. Yeah, this is this is true. Um, and I do. I do really want them. <laughs> but at the same time, it's maybe a little bit yeah, crazy. Yeah, maybe we could buy some plain ones. Yeah, of course. Hell no! Walrus worked his charm, went to the dinner shop around the corner and bought a hundred wrappers from them. But the most important reason why we are here is, of course, the meat. Oh, it's really cool in here. Yeah. Oh, it's really cool in here. I think you mean cold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's only really cool if you're really into meat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's, let's go to the cute little lamb section. I feel guilty. <laughs> cute little lamb section. Look at me. Alright. So you need a shelter of lamb. Which is? Shoulder. So why do we need the shoulder again? Because it's got the bone in it. And so when we're slow roasting it in the oven, it's going to absorb all the flavors of the of the bone and it would just make it a richer more flavorful piece of meat all right cool. we had some difficulty locating the shoulder right so what we have here back fillet french ribs neck fillet saddle saddle of lamb leg cut leg leg shoulder shoulder of lamb there we go yeah, so the other, the other thing about it is because it's used a lot, um, there's a lot of muscle and connecting tissue, and when you slow cook it, all of it's going to melt down and dissolve into a really tasty piece of meat. They just learn to not put cute little pictures. Oh no, but the, it says, the Ashley lamb is reared in the lush evergreen grazing meadows of New Zealand. The something reputation of these lambs is a gift of nature. Uh, oh yeah, so they're not fattened with grain, they're um, grass-fed. Which is, uh, yeah, why they're so tender. <laughs> All jokes aside, we came here with a mission, get the ingredients for a killer sandwich. We got the bread, we got the vegetables, the cooking could begin, and yeah, this was on the day of the actual party. Will we actually make a delicious dinner sandwich? I checked in with Mr. King himself on the day. So, but we're now standing in Jeffrey's kitchen, um, preparing the last steps for the uh, the dinner party. Um, so, I, I had like one question first. Do you feel comfortable in creating a good, nice dinner kebab? I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a great, great, tasty sandwich. Also, seeing the meat, it looks so freaking good. So, so tell me, tell me just really shortly, what did you do with the meat? Um, I sealed in the flavor by roasting it on all sides. Then, uh, well, sort of uh, in a frying pan, a very hot frying pan, I seared the meat. Then I uh, cooked it in the oven for about six, seven hours at a very low temperature, at about 140 degrees Celsius. And then that slowly just caused all the meat to kind of dissolve and melt down into this amazing thing that we have in front of us. So otherwise, well, what do we have in the kitchen? I mean, what do we prepared already? We have roast, uh, you can see in the oven, 
I've roasted about five kilos of amazing potatoes. And so they're like gonna be nice and sweet and browned. Where I've roasted the same in carrots. Um, I've made a Kreuter Zauza, uh, which is basically a mint mayonnaise. And I've also, uh, I've also made my own hot sauce, which is um, like a sort of chutney, like an English tomato spicy chutney. Then I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable here. The shreds are being fried. And now this is where the magic happens. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to overcrowd the pan. I had some people helping me out and the amazing Maximilian hosting the entire thing at his pub, Mendy und Edeltraut. So to go back to the beginning of the episode. I mean, the question we, we asked in the beginning is like, can it be like a good quality yes. dish? Yeah. And my argument was always like, yes, but... Well, let's wait out on that but thing, but let's get back to the evening of the dinner party. People started to show up. They got themselves some free dinner sandwiches and belly shots and... I don't know, didn't really get belly shots, but there was free dinner. There was free dinner sandwiches. And what did people think about it? I mean, that is the whole thing. Did we create an awesome dinner sandwich or what? Looks more like... And, well, I'm not saying it's not good, by the way. It's like, it looks more like pulled pork or so. I'm not sure. Um, so, Wouter, what are you selling us here? Well... Dinner, right? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm selling this as a dinner kebab, but the question yes. is, is, is this dinner but kebab? My question is, what is the dinner and what's the kebab? Because kebab is the meat. So what makes it the dinner? Oh, okay. exactly. Is it the way you cut it? Or so you, you is it the whole sandwich? And in you leave everybody in like, what, 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 what's going on? Because you also have a durum dinner, mm -hmm. which is my favorite one. It's in a roll. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. So that's what uh, durum stands for the sandwich. Yeah. The roll. But the dinner is not the But the dinner kebab. So, I mean, is it then a durum dinner kebab? Come on, guys, what makes a dinner a dinner? I would so, say the spicing or so, I don't know. It's, uh, the way you cut it? Well, uh, so I have more questions than answers here. So I would say maybe the spicing or like how you prepare it, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I, think yeah, I demand some answers, so actually. I, I, so I can put... <laughs> it's not like a, I can, so I'm not sure why I'm... Because at, why I think I'm, kebab is like the meats more, and I think the dinner is the way you put everything together. And then kebab is the way you prepare the meat itself, or... Because yeah, kebab can be lamb, it can be cow. Chicken, chicken even, you have chicken. chicken. Probably not. And then the revelation. So in general, I can tell you what dinner kebab is. So kebab is the meat on the stick. Some answers, come on. Kebab is meat on the stick. Dinner means just turning, ah. right? So you have the turning meat on the stick. That's dinner kebab. Okay. But what is, but, then, but for example, a pig on a stick that turns around I don't think the dinner, dinner kebab, they don't they do a lot of pigs. I don't do think a lot of pigs. Technically, that would be dinner kebab as well. Like you can sell that as dinner kebab. So, for example, they use chicken, they use veal, they use uh, lamb, they use mutton even. So all these, all these. Um, I'm not even sure what the last one is. What, what, what is mutton? Kind of, sheep. Kind of sheep. sheep. Okay. <laughs> so why, why not saying sheep? Mutton. Yeah. Mutton. Is that, is that like a? Uh, <laughs> it's an advanced English word for sheep. Ah, okay, cool. So we at least got a discussion going on a food that people don't generally think about too much, right? But Jeffrey, maybe as a final verdict. Did we, yes or no, manage to prepare a dinner kebab sandwich? That's a really difficult question. I would say, uh, honestly, no. Uh, it, it was not, 
it was a good sandwich and it had lots of the elements of a doner kebab. Uh, was it a doner kebab sandwich? I, I really think that you, you need to have the meat sliced from a turning skewer. I, I think we had everything that makes a doner kebab a doner kebab in it. It was really tasty, but I, I, I think if we had a, a, a group of people sit down and talk about it, they would say we made a, a lamb sandwich that reminds them of a doner kebab. Uh, that would be my thinking. Yeah, I, I, I also would say I don't think we actually made a dinner sandwich. Not because we didn't try hard, but because the the things were not at hand for us to make it. Uh, we didn't create the big skewer, the big turning skewer. And also the way we prepared the meat, in the end, it was more like a pulled lamb sandwich. They're mostly the same ingredients, just prepared in a slightly different way. And I think it just doesn't qualify as a dinner. It is truly a king sandwich. I want to thank everyone for coming out and taste our dinner and get drunk with us. We had a brilliant evening and hope to see every one of you come to our next event. Don't be shy, come say hello. Podcasting needs to be of line too every once in a while. I wanted to give the last word to Ilker Halici, who makes a very, very true statement. And in mittlerweile wird habe ich letztens einen Bericht gesehen, 600 Tonnen nur allein in Deutschland. Now the number that he mentions is Europe-wide, not just in Germany, but every day roughly 600 tons of meat are being consumed in the European dinner industry alone. Every day. I mean that is a huge number and it makes him state that we need to be a little bit more conscious of that, the impact that it has on us and our environment. But yeah, it's difficult to convince the consumer, I guess. I ask Halici, when does he like his dinner the best? Ich persönlich, wenn ich mal Kater habe, esse ich gerne ein Döner mit sehr viel Knoblauch, dann geht es mir wieder besser. When he's hungover, with a lot of garlic sauce. And I think that goes for a lot of us. It's not a sandwich we think about too much. It's a fast food and needs to satisfy us instantly. Though there is a big difference in quality. And if you ever want to experience a top-notch dinner kebab sandwich in Berlin, made from meat, where they take animal welfare and the environment seriously, go to Meraba Neuland Dunner on the Greifswalder Straße. You can find their information in the show notes. Big thanks to Ilker Halici for the interview, to Manus and Nick for having to go on dinner adventures with me, and to all the people who made it to the dinner party. You guys rock. The music, oh man, the music, was specifically created for this episode by the ludicrously talented Svetnik. Svetnik and I made this episode an homage to one of my favorite podcasts, the podcast with a beat, Snap Judgment. Check that one out. Links to Svetnik's music is on the show notes as well. Then, of course, the man, the chef, the maestro, Jeffrey John King. Thanks so much, man, for bringing the dough to the cookie. I don't know if that is an expression, but it is what you did, bringing the dough to the cookie. Jeffrey hosts an amazing vegan dinner evening every other Wednesday at Mendy and Edeltraut. I will be there too, so let's hang out. Walrus and the Bear is a 4000 Hertz production created from their creative studios in Berlin. Thank you for listening. Don't be shy. Please say hello and don't forget to rate the show. Walrus out. Hertz Production 2.0
2016.